Jay Gurudev. Welcome to the Lives of Saints podcast, presented by Bhakti Marga. In this podcast, we will be telling stories of the great saints that inspired countless people to live their lives with love, faith, and trust in God. The beauty of these saints is that they appear throughout time and are not confined to one religion. And just like Sri Swami Vishwananda, who is the founder of the Bhakti Marga movement, their lives are an example of how one should live life. They teach us, in essence, to just love. It is our hope that their lives and teachings can be a guide for your daily life too. Enjoy. This is the story of Srimati Lakshmi Mani Devi. Srimati Lakshmi Mani Devi was the niece of Ramakrishna, the famous saint of Dakshineshwar. She was born on the Basant Pajami Day in 1864 in village Kamara of Hugali district. Her father, Sri Rameshwara Chattopadhyaya, and mother, Sakambari Devi, were revered by the people of the village as Rishi and Rishipatni. Lakshmi Devi's life story is wonderful from beginning to end. From the very moment of her birth, she started weeping and continued to weep. Her people tried to every possible means to stop her weeping, but couldn't. Akshaya Kumara, the elder son of Rameshwara's elder brother, was so fed up with her constant weeping that one day he stealthily went out with her and left her on the cremation ground. When Akshaya Kumara saw that Lakshmi's mother and everyone else in the family were extremely worried on account of her sudden disappearance, he told them that he had left her on the cremation ground. Immediately they went to the cremation ground. They did not hear the sound of her weeping. Therefore, they thought that she must be lying dead somewhere or must have been carried away by the wolf. But there was no end to their joy and astonishment when they saw her lying under a tree, laughing and waving freely with her hands and feet. Lakshmi was brought home. After that, she never wept. This was interpreted in many different ways by different people. Some thought that her continuous weeping after birth indicated that the world was full of suffering. Men continued to suffer and weep from beginning to end. The cremation ground symbolized death. When men died for the world and lived only for the Lord, he lived happily. A sadhu said that her early days would pass in the darkness of suffering, but from darkness would emerge light that would dispel the darkness not only of her heart, but of the heart of everyone who would come in contact with her. She would, like a light post, shed her light all around. The prophecy of the sadhu came true. Her father died when she was but a child. At the age of 12, she was married to Sri Dana Krishna, a young man who was a descendant of Srinivas Acharya Prabhu. When Ramakrishna came to know about this, he said to his nephew Ridaya, Lakshmi will soon become a widow. Ridaya said, Why do you forebode such disaster? Then Ramakrishna said, O oh, Ridaya, Lakshmi is not ordinary. She is the incarnation of my family goddess Sitala. 
Ma told me so even before her birth. Has she come to lead a householder's life with a man belonging to the class of ordinary jivas? She has to rise high in sadhana and do immense good to this world. Ma Lakshmi became a widow even before she went to her father-in-law's house to live with her husband. The path of her full development in spiritual life was thus laid out. Even while a child, she used to assist her mother in the worship of the family deities, Sri Raghubira Salagrama and Goddess Sitala. She made on a brass plate the footprints of Radha Krishna with the paste of sandalwood and worshipped them with tosi leaves. She was anxious to learn reading so that she might read Chaitanya Charitamrita. During those days it was considered immoral for girls to go to school. But she was not an ordinary girl. She showed courage and without caring for morality or immorality and the sanction of the society started going to school. Within a short time she learned enough to be able to read religious books. Sri Ramakrishna had already given her Krishna mantra and engaged her in the worship of Radha Krishna. But her father-in-law desired that she should be duly initiated in the Parampara, line of disciplic succession of Srinivasacharya Prabhu, and follow the ways of worship of that Sampradaya. Therefore he himself initiated her in his Sampradaya by giving her Gora Mantra and the other mantras. He also transferred in her name her husband's share in the property of the family. But she, at the advice of Ramakrishna, transferred the same in the name of the Vigrahas of Nitaigor, worshipped in the family. At this time there happened an episode which proved her extraordinary value and faith in the principles of true religion. Sri Lala Babu, the landlord of Kamara Pukura, made arrangements for a special ceremony to worship the goddess Sitala. He chose the image of the goddess worshipped in her family. He came to her house with all the materials for worship along with a goat for sacrifice. Lakshmi Devi said to him courteously, In our house we do Sattvic Puja of Sri Raghubira, Salagrama, Mahadev and Sitala Devi. We cannot allow sacrifice which is Tamsika. Lala Babu and his men felt insulted. They decided to hold the sacrifice in spite of her and started making necessary arrangements. Then Lakshmi Devi burned with rage. She rushed at him with a sword in hand to kill him. She was in such terrible form that no one had the courage to stand before her. Lala Babu had to pray to her with folded hands and promise not to perform the sacrifice in order to pacify her. Everybody was surprised to see her in that condition. They thought that at that time Sitala Ma herself had taken possession of her. Otherwise, how could she at that young age have so much courage? At the age of 14, Lakshmi Devi went to Dakshineshwar and began to live with Sharada Ma, the wife of Ramakrishna. Sharada Ma was happy to get her. She was happy to get the opportunity of doing bhajan in the proximity and under the supervision of Ramakrishna and Sharadama. Later, while describing her life during those days, she used to say, 
I lived with Ma in Nobatakana. It was a small room. It used to be mainly occupied with provisions and other things. In the same room Ma cooked and I assisted her in cooking. The room was so small that Takur used to compare it with a cage for birds and called us humorously Shuka and Shari. Still, I never felt any kind of inconvenience in that room. I considered myself blessed to have an opportunity of living in a place where I could learn a great deal from Ma and hear the valuable teachings of Ramakrishna Dev. Ramakrishna kept a strict watch on Lakshmi to see whether she did japa or dhyan regularly. Even in the morning when he got up, he called Ma and Lakshmi to see whether they were awake or not. Sometimes when he found them asleep, he threw water on them and made them get up. In the evening when everyone had gone, Ramakrishna usually narrated to Ma and Lakshmi and some devotees who were particularly close to him some stories relating to Krishna Lila and Mahaprabhu's Lila. Sometimes Lakshmi sang to him in her sweet voice songs relating to Krishna Lila. Ramakrishna went into Samadhi to hear them. When Ramakrishna lived in Kashipur, he twice worshipped Lakshmi as Sitala. He once said to Girish Chandra, the famous dramatist, Give Lakshmi sweets to eat someday. By offering sweets to her, you will offer bog to Sitala. She is a partial manifestation of her. In 1886, after the disappearance of Ramakrishna Dev, Lakshmi went to Vrindavan with Ma Sharada. They lived in Kalababu Kunj. At that time they went on 84 crochet long Raja Mandala Parikrama. Lakshmi had taken with her the deity Gopala whom she worshipped. She kept him sometimes in the tent, sometimes on a tree, so that he might enjoy the natural beauty of the surroundings. When she reached the Kadambakani of Barsana, she lapsed into Samadhi. She regained outward consciousness after the ladies with her head. She regained outward consciousness after the ladies with her sang Namakirtana to her for a long time. After the Samadhi, she said that Raja Dharma was Chinmaya, spiritual. Raja Lila was eternal. Anyone could see the Leela by the mercy of Radharani. From this time onwards she often had the darshan of Krishna Leela and the slightest stimulus made her go into Samadhi. After living in Vrindavan for a year, she went back to Dakshineshwa and began to live with her elder brother Ramalal. There also she often went into Samadhi. Sometimes after Samadhi she re Sometimes after Samadhi, she remained in a state of bath for three or four days and did not eat anything. Her close associates and devotees, including Vishnu Mohana Das, Krishnamai and Kamala Devi, somehow made her drink the water of green coconut or the Ganges. At that time, her body used to be radiant with a transcendental glow and fragrant with transcendental smell. On her becoming normal, when her close devotees asked her about her internal condition in that state, she replied, At that time I am engaged in the service of the twin divinities of my heart, Radha and Krishna. 
I see my physical body lying apart. I do not want to return to the physical body, but you compel me to come back by performing kirtan. Once Lakshmi Devi went from Dakshineshwar to Sharadama, who was then living in a house in Bag Bazaar in Calcutta. At that time, a festival was going on at the house of Sri Kunja Malika. Sri Radha Raman Charan Das Babaji had come to grace the festival with his devotees. The main attraction of the festival was the kirtan of Radha Raman Charan Das Babaji. Lakshmi Devi went to attend the kirtan. Wonderful sattvic baths appeared on her body in his dance and kirtan. At that time she went into samadhi. After the samadhi she said to her devotees, Radha Raman Charan Das Deva is the manifestation of Angara Manjari. We hope you have enjoyed this Lives of Saints podcast. To hear more inspiring stories of saints across different religions, please visit our podcast channel, Bhakti Marga, on SoundCloud. If you would like to learn more about Sri Swami Vishwananda and his mission Bhakti Marga, please visit www.bhaktimarga.org.